Pod People. Hi, Worsties. It's all over for me. I have been canceled on Twitter. Why? Because three years ago, I gave a customer free coffee for being nice. What a fucking asshole I am. Let's talk about it. Um, Satan? Yes, Joanne. What fresh hell is this? This is gonna be great, I promise. Breaking news, if you are receiving this right now, it's because you're a huge bitch. Ugh, Christ. What fresh hell is this? All right, Worsties, I am coming at you with a very (laughs) on-brand sponsor right now. Uh, Today's sponsor is Dadgrass. Dadgrass is legal organic hemp that relaxes your body and mellows out your mind. If you know me, you know that my brain is always frantic. My thoughts are going like 70 miles per hour. So it's nice to have something that's just going to chill you out and not make you super paranoid. Daggrass CBD products are made with 100% organic hemp that's easy to dose and the effects come on smooth. So they offer like a variety of different things like pre-rolled joints as well as hemp flour and a variety of CBD tincture drops. I think this is really nice just because I think a lot of us can relate to having bad trips on products that we don't really know where it came from. And sometimes it's very Black Mirror-esque. Sometimes it's scary and we don't like that. All of Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash You can go to dadgrass.com slash to check out their products. That's dadgrass.com slash stanzi, S-T-A-N-Z-I. Hello and welcome to What Fresh Hell Is This With Me, Stanzi Potenza. Um, what a day that I am having. So right now it's November 2nd and right now as we speak, I am being canceled on Twitter. Like not really, but like kind of, I guess one of Twitter's main characters for the day. There's like this joke on Twitter that uh, every day Twitter has a main character and the goal is to not be it. And it happens like every time. It's usually something like insane. Like this dad once was the main character of Twitter. Uh, he He's being dubbed Bean Dad because he made this whole fucking thread about how his daughter was hungry And he wanted to teach his, like, I don't know, four-year-old daughter how to be more savvy. So he handed her a can of beans and a can opener. And she spent, like, two hours trying to figure out how to open it. And he was like, she needs to learn how to, like, do this on her own. And I'm like, well, everyone was like, she's fucking four years old, man. And she's a child. She's told you she's fucking starving. What the fuck are you doing? And then, like, all this stuff came out about Bean Dad. 
and also the the cinnamon toast shrimp guy. <laughs> this this probably sounds insane to anyone who like doesn't know who these people are. You spend time off Twitter as you should, especially now that like fucking Elon Musk bought it and he's going to run it into the ground. Paying for verification is a thing that he's trying to get people on board with right now and no one cares. Everyone who's already verified is like, fuck that, that's stupid. Why should I have to pay to be verified so that people know that this is me? And then people who aren't verified are like, uh, like what the fuck is the point of paying for a check mark? That is stupid. That's a whole other conversation, but um, Cinnamon Toast Shrimp Guy was this guy who found a, a shrimp, apparently, in his Cinnamon Toast Crunch and tweeted it at General Mills is the one that owns <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So then people started tweeting General Krills and they started like photoshopping like Krills and like shrimp onto like the cinnamon toast crunch boxes. I don't know. It was funny. But yeah, then a bunch of stuff came out about that guy. Like that guy, he was like, I am going to a private lab to get this shrimp tested because cinnamon toast crunch was like, um, no, it just looks like a clump of uh, cinnamon and sugar. And everyone was like, no, no, no. That is a shrimp if I've ever seen one. And so it was a whole thing. And then he supposedly went to get it tested, but then he got canceled for being like a misogynist or like right when that was happening. So we never actually found, I don't think we actually found out if it was a shrimp or not. Anyway, I digress. I was the character today. And for like, just, I guess maybe a little context about like the situation. I recently started a series on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, whatever you follow me on, basically portraying online conversations that happen as if they happened in real life. Because when you're online, you can say something that's pretty innocent and like inoffensive, but someone will find a way to make it the worst thing ever. And that series was inspired by a different main character of Twitter. It's so silly because her tweet was so normal, pretty wholesome, actually. Uh, she was talking about the fact that like her and her husband start off the morning by having breakfast and coffee in their garden. And they talk to each other for like a few hours. And she was like, you know, it just we never get bored. We never run out of things to talk about. It's just so nice being able to have those conversations and people were pissed and like tweeting at her being like, well, what the fuck do you guys do for work that you get to talk in the morning? Cause in the morning I have to wake myself up and then go to work and struggle for the entire day. And my husband doesn't love me actually. And he also cheats on me every hour of every day, hates me and our children. The children also hate me. I don't have a garden. I've never seen a garden in my life. How dare you come onto this app and talk about how nice your day was when there are people around you that don't have days, actually. And that was like kind of the, that was the response to her tweet. Like a lot of comments were like that, being like, hey, um, just so you know, it's kind of problematic for you to be saying this, which is just like crazy. Cause I know we talk about eat the rich, right? But eat the rich doesn't mean like, 
harass like random people that just kind of have their lives together and like aren't suffering. <laughs> and that's like what it's turned into is like, we're not just eating the rich, we're just like attacking everyone that's having a good day because you can only be miserable online. That's that's the only thing ever. So that was what inspired my series. And I feel like every day just because it becomes more and more relevant, at least to me, because my job is online. So I'm dealing with these things all the time, whether it's my comment sections or I'm seeing how people react to other people who are just like living their lives and having a good time. But yeah, so this happened to me today, right? So I tweeted basically that when I was a barista, and I'm, I think I've talked about this before, but when I was a barista, I had one customer that really stood out to me. He was just a really nice guy. I remember him from when I first started working at Georgetown Cupcake. Uh, that's where I was working. I remember him from like when I first started working and I was trying to like learn the ropes and like understand how to use like a POS system and like the iPads and stuff. And like also it always like would break and there would be internet issues. And like that made me very anxious when I was on the cash register. But he was always super patient with anyone who was serving him. Uh, his name was John and this was in Boston. And he was just like, he was just the nicest guy. And then like eventually I became kind of one of the more like long-term workers there. So I was sort of like running the show a lot when I was like on the floor or whatever. And every time he came in, he was just so always so nice. And eventually I just started giving him his order for free because every time he came in, and if you're a barista, you can probably relate to this. Every time he came in, he would order a small black coffee and that was it. And that is the easiest order anyone could ever give you. And also like, it was like $1.49, something like that, like very cheap. So I was like, I'm just gonna give this guy his coffee for free. So every time he came in, I just like gave him free coffee. And, you know, we introduced ourselves to each other. And, and then one day it was right before COVID hit like really hit like I think which I think was like March of 2020. So actually, I think this was probably like December 2019. I was preparing to go into the hospital for like 10 days because I had just had a seizure like two months before something and they were going to put me in the hospital for like 10 days so that they could test my brain. And then immediately after that was Christmas. So I was going to be out of work for a while. Not that he knew this, but just like I this was like the last time I ever saw him because I had, you know, being in the hospital for 10 days, Christmas, and then I worked for a few more weeks and then the store shut down. But he came in one day and ordered his coffee and I gave it to him and he left. And then he came back maybe like a like a half hour, an hour later or something. And I was like confused. I was like, oh, did, was like your coffee not good or something? He was like, no, no, no. And he just handed me a bottle of champagne just to like be like, thank you so much for, you know, all the coffee. That was really nice of you. And I really appreciate it. And I was like, oh, my God, like, thank you so much. 
And that was just like a really nice experience that I had when I was a barista and working in customer service that, you know, I feel like when you're in a situation like that, you often don't have a lot of good fond memories of like that industry because it's not super forgiving and there are a lot of awful customers. So I was like, I'm going to share this really nice experience that I had with this customer, giving him free coffee and then him like getting, giving me a bottle of champagne because of it. And most people were very nice about it. A lot of people had like similar stories about, you know, having a customer that they really enjoyed serving. And then, uh, you know, the tweet, I when I tweeted it, I sort of knew that it was going to go viral as one of those like random little like wholesome moments of the day type things. And like I, I got my first one that was like, oh, what a sweet story. So you stole coffee from your employer and then got rewarded for it with a bottle of champagne. Real nice. And I was like, God, people suck so bad. People are so fucking miserable every day. You really have to be a disgusting little gremlin to seek out like the bad side of a story like that, where it's just like two people who were really nice to each other and they were strangers. Like that's the story. And then people are like, here's why it's morally wrong. And you are a bad person who doesn't deserve to live. And I hate this part of the Internet it makes me violent. So I got like the first response to that. And listen, you can't really directly tell people to off themselves on the internet anymore because times have changed. Back in my day, it was different. I will say back in my day, every day, I got told every day because we had this little website called Formspring where you could just anonymously say whatever you wanted. And it was a hellscape. But anyway, times have changed. But I responded to this person. I was like, how about you tie cement bricks to your shoes and walk into the ocean, which I thought was very creative. And it was also conveying the message pretty well, I thought. Someone else was like, wow, wow, so you're endorsing murder and you're a thief. What other crimes are you okay with? And I was like, arson. I did light someone's bathroom on fire as a child. It was Thanksgiving. I was like five. We went over to some woman's house that my mom did theater with. And I was in her bathroom. I was lighting tissue paper on fire because she had a candle lit in there. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. I don't know. Like, there are a lot of things that I did as a child that, like, could be used in a true crime documentary about me if I committed murder. I don't plan on doing that. And also, like, I never did any of, like, the the really sinister stuff, like hurting animals or anything, but I did fire was something that was interesting. So, yeah, I lit, uh, I, I don't know. I, I was just lighting tissues on fire, like Kleenex or whatever, and then one of them got a little out of control. And instead of just dropping it down in the toilet that was right there, I dropped it in the trash can, which obviously just... And I was like, I'm actually not going to tell anyone that I just did this. So I walked out and then I just like continued to act normal because I'm an actor and I can do that. 
And yeah, I just went back to the living room and then the fire alarm went off. And I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? And then the fire department came and, you know, then it was fine. No one got hurt. It's fine. Anyway, that's my past. We will be right back. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. And if you want to support me, this is the best way to do it, senpai. Horsies, as you know, today's sponsor is BetterHelp. I am constantly getting comments and DMs about how I should go to therapy and there's no way that a mentally stable person could come up with the content that I come up with. So I am thrilled to get my account set up and start talking to a counselor today. BetterHelp is an online counseling service that has professionals in all 50 states and they have counselors readily available for you to speak with. You can talk to them about anything, whether it be self-esteem or grief or trauma, and you'll be able to have a session with them once a week and message them anytime, which is a luxury that you don't get with a lot of other mental health services. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. Join me on this delicious little mental health journey. That's betterhelp.com. H-E-L-P dot com slash Stanzi, S-T-A-N-Z-I. Welcome back, Worsties. It is so crazy how people react to stories on the internet that have like nothing to do with them. The way that people go to bat for corporations, I think is like super weird because that's what it was. Like it wasn't like a little mom and pop coffee shop. It was a corporation. They used to have a show on TLC. They had many locations. It's one of the most well-known cupcake stores in the United States. Like it, it was like, Uh, Aside from Sprinkles, like it was the other big cupcake chain. So I don't feel bad about handing out free coffee. (laughs) And that wasn't the only thing I handed out for free, actually. No, like I, I, if people were nice, like I would give them free stuff. Sometimes if they were like an outstanding customer, I would be like, you know what? This person, I'm just going to give them a little thing because I feel like this person should have a good day. And little like acts like that, because people have done that to me too. People have like been like, oh, you're all set or like here, have this free thing. Or those moments are super impactful to the people who are experiencing them. And the corporation will never feel the financial, I guess, burden or loss of a cup of coffee. They won't. Especially like a a lot of people who have never worked in the food industry before don't realize how much goes to waste every day, especially in cafes, like coffee shops and stuff. The drip coffee gets changed every hour because it gets cold if people aren't drinking it. And 
you dump it. Like, that's what we would do. We would dump the coffee, and it was usually a lot of coffee, and make a new batch. But most people aren't coming in and getting, like, a coffee. Like, they would come in and get, like, an iced latte, and you don't make big batches of espresso. You only make big batches of, like, black coffee. So that was one thing that would always go to waste. But we'd also waste, like, Tons of cupcakes at the end of the day, like dozens, dozens and dozens of cupcakes get thrown out every day. And anyone that works at a big chain like this will tell you the same thing. It happens at Dunkin Donuts, probably Starbucks, like any place like that. Like they are throwing away all of those uneaten baked goods and beverages if they have drip coffee at the end of their shift. So it makes no difference if you then give those things to people who want or need them, which I think just across the board is something that should happen. If you are a business and at the end of the night you have a bunch of food left over, why throw that food away when you can give it to someone who needs it or wants it? That's how I feel about it. Like we would have probably like a dozen cupcakes that we would give away for free every morning because they always had a secret flavor. And honestly, sometimes like sometimes the secret flavors were stupid, but like sometimes the secret flavors were like flavors that weren't on the menu that they would just like make specially and it was always random. But like they had one that was like a lavender lemon one. That shit slapped. That was one of the best secret flavor cupcakes ever. But anyway, those were free cupcakes. If you got there early enough, you, you could get a free cupcake. And a lot of the people that would be like waiting to get a cupcake were homeless people. So then at the end of the night, you have dozens and dozens of cupcakes that are not getting eaten. And sometimes like you would have a really, really slow day. There are some months like March is not a big holiday month. So you have a lot left over and it just gets tossed and it's so fucking wasteful. And the fact that like that isn't like part of the conversation, but rather like people being like, oh, no. This poor business isn't making billions. They're only making millions. That's so sad. I feel so bad for this corporation. How, like the boot is so deep inside your throat. It is disgusting. And you should be ashamed of yourself if that is the mentality that you have. Yeah, that's that's kind of like my rant about the whole thing. It was insane. Most people were supportive. Most people liked that story and were in agreement and had similar stories like that. But like, it was funny, like someone <laughs> was like, well, my parents own a bakery and giving away free coffee would like devastate the business. Like a cup of coffee a day, like one cup of coffee every day could pay for like a family vacation. I was like, how much are you charging for a small black coffee that you think that it could pay for a family vacation at the end of the year. That is fucking crazy because you're not making more. Like at my store, like 400 bucks, maybe. But also he didn't come in every day. So it's not like I was giving away free coffee every day. But like, how much are you, how much is your business charging for a small black coffee? I kept thinking about Arrested Development and that one line from Lucille, that iconic line, she's like, it's just a banana, Michael. What could it cost? $10? That is how people were reacting to this. I was like, it's $1.49 for 
for a small black coffee. Nothing else. Nothing else in it. It's a small black coffee. It was funny. People were like, I hope that they make her apologize for what she's done. And I was like, oh, my God, how fucking funny would it be if Georgetown Cupcake was like, hey, you used to work for us and we just got word that you used to give out free coffee every now and then to some nice guy. We would like you to publicly apologize for that. I would be like, get fucked, bro. Get fucked, bozo. Boo. Boo. That is far from the worst thing that has happened at that company. My my manager, actually two of my managers who saw that tweet came to my defense because they were like, no, no, no. I was her manager and I didn't give a fuck. And I was like, that's right. I was like, that's right. They, they were my managers, but now we're just pals and they don't give a fuck. My manager was like, um, free coffee. Some of the bakers <laughs> would smuggle loose eggs from the kitchen and bring them home and like other like stuff like that, like milk and stuff, which is like like that. that I, I, I don't even care that much about that. I'm just like, whatever. I love to the bakers. I'm like, go off. You do you. But seriously, like the people that were pissed off about the small black coffee, that is insane. The woman that said that her parents had owned a bakery was like, that could pay for like a child's dance lessons. <laughs> what? That is the most random thing to be like, how dare you give away a small black coffee? Do you know what that money could have gone towards? Not anything like bills or or significant medical bills, insurance, rent. She was like, it could pay for a child's dance lessons. Right now, there's a child that doesn't know how to waltz. And it's my fucking fault. And I have I have to live with that shit every day. I don't know how I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. Fuck. That was uh, that was today. That was my day. Uh, I like literally aside from recording this episode. That was it. I logged on to Twitter. And everyone was mad. Everyone was mad. And the other thing that's funny is that like the people who get mad about stuff like this, they are the ones that will never get to experience kindness like that from anyone working in customer service, like the food industry, any sort of like barista, waiter, anything. Like they are the ones that are never going to experience that kindness because you have to be like a good person. And if that's your mentality, which is like defending corporations over just like individuals having like a nice experience like you're not a good person and you're never going to have a good experience like that and usually those are the ones that feel entitled to free things if someone makes any sort of mistake you know if a barista makes your coffee cold if your coffee's too hot if you get the wrong order, if someone mixes something up, the people that were pissed about me giving a nice customer free coffee, they're the ones that ask for the manager and feel entitled to free things. They're not the ones that are just like handed free things for being a decent fucking person. 
I don't work in customer service anymore. Obviously, I do this for a living. I am a comedian, which is really funny when people like they want to find out like who I work for so they can like send stuff to my bosses and get them fired. I'm like, <laughs> you fool. I am my own boss. You have to send it to me. Access denied, bitch. So it's really nice not having to deal with that anymore. But I do think that working in customer service is such a valuable experience because you learn so much about empathy and kindness and patience working in environments like that. And not enough people have had that in their life. I think everyone needs to do a tour of customer service so they know what it's like to be on the receiving end of people's hatred and frustration and know what it's like to be dehumanized because that's how so many people treat anyone in customer service. And I think it's made me a better person. And I think that it has, and I'm not saying I'm a good person because I think a lot of people who saw that tweet were like, wow, you're so nice and good. And I'm like, no, 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 like, don't, let's not get it twisted. He was nice and good. And I rewarded him for that. I'm still like an asshole. And if you say something stupid to me, I will make you feel bad about it. And I deserve that for working in customer service. But knowing what it's like makes me now as someone who's not, you know, behind the counter, it makes me want to treat people with respect and kindness and be patient with them because it makes a huge difference to people who are working in those environments. So if you're listening to this right now and you are working in customer service, I feel for you. And I know that the holiday season is upon us. Stay strong. Give yourself breaks when you can. And don't let the horrible people of the world get to you. And one day you will be in a situation where you don't have to deal with those people anymore. So hang in there. Best of luck. And I hope you have a really great rest of your week. And on that note, I will see you again. What Fresh Hell Is This was written by me, Stanzi Potenza. It was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People who make this podcast come to life. Rachel King, Matt Sav, Chris Jacobs, Brian Rivers, Carter Wogon, and Anne Fuse. Special thanks to Gabrielle Rose at Dulcedu and all of my friends and family. If you love What Fresh Hell Is This, share it with a friend. And if you really want to over-deliver, please leave a five-star review and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at Stanzi Potenza on TikTok and at Stanzi Potenza everywhere else to stay up to date on everything I've got going on. Until next time, have a great week and I will see you in hell.